0: I'm here with Carl, a very well-educated German agronomist with a family who does. What does your family grow, Carl? Plants. He's gonna try and, for the next however long it takes, teach me about farming while we drink a fine little bottle of Glen. Whatever this is. I did press the button, Carl. See this yeah. button is pressed. Okay. So. Um, how do we start this?
1: Um, no, we, we're actually we, we're just in the middle of the process of why nitrogen is a very le- labile well, thing. In sorry, what was that? Labile. Labile? Or mo- mobile. Mo- mobile, I think.
0: Mobile. Who's labile?
1: So um, it's pro- probably weirdly uh, translated from German into English.
0: Alright, so um, the process of nitrogen getting in the soil. I've got macronutrients, nitrogen's one of those,
1: yeah,
0: potassium yeah, phosphorus, phosphorus. That's, it. that's it, just those three. Then I got mesonutrients. I'll pretend I know those, and then we have micronutrients, which are like boron, zinc, ion, pretty much the multivitamins you get in the store. Those are micronutrients, right Is an omega three a nitronutrient? no, a micro, okay. Uh,
1: Actually, um, the the multivitamins. Yeah. Um. There are some that are not that that are essential for animals and humans, mm-hmm. but that are not essential for crops. For example, cobalt. Yeah. Or selenium. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, a lot of Europeans have a slight selenium deficiency. Because our European soils are quite low in selenium.
0: Is that why they're also friendly?
1: Versus in North America the soils are usually quite high in selenium, so the people there usually don't suffer from slight selenium deficiency. So
0: if I were to buy multivitamins and put them in my houseplant, would this still be alive?
1: The houseplant? Yeah. Yeah. Really? I, so um, as I said, we have we have our essential nutrients. Yeah. Which is the the natural nutrients. Yeah. The macro, the meso, and the micronutrients. Um, And if you add all of them in the right amount to your houseplant, it will stay alive.
0: But even though this is extra crunchy,
1: this looks like you didn't water it. I didn't water it. You didn't water it. It's been
0: hidden behind the table here for so long (laughs) that I went and bought those plants because I didn't realize I had one. (laughs) Um, So... That's that's probably... Could this count as a catch crop? If I had all of my field burn, like this year in Berlin, so many crops burned, could I just leave it on the field and drop fertilizer or drop seeds the next season? Or would I have to do something? Because in theory, am I not putting all of this nitrogen back into the soil?
1: Uh, so if a field burns, yeah. nitrogen usually is lost because it um, it it burns like it, it leaves in with the like the combustion however phosphorus potassium they stay
0: okay which is why nitrogen is a main fertilizer which people apply because it's so mobile. And it's goes... yeah. It kind of
1: it literally whatever you do. Hear that, Carl? Mobile. I'm speaking like an agronomist. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you do, mm. nitrogen is always moving. Okay. Mm.
0: So, in all things, you have a carbon to nitrogen ratio. Mm-hmm. Do I have a carbon to nitrogen ratio? Yeah. Okay. Um and if I, I would
1: have to guess what your carbon to nitrogen ratio is, but I, I would assume it's it's probably even less than less than 10. Is that a good thing? Depends on what you plan to do with yourself. Okay, I noted. If you want to become a great fertilizer.
0: I want a higher nitrogen level than my carbon.
1: Yeah, I thought you said
0: so a, a straw you give me this look. Straw would have an 80 to 10 uh, an 80 to 100. So 80 nitrogen to 10 carbon.
1: No. 1 nitrogen to 80 carbon. Ah, uh, well that was wrong. Um or like eight, and then, 80 carbons to 1 nitrogen. And then Soil,
0: the bacteria in the soil would eat this. So let's say this lovely thing, yeah.
1: ended up on the field, yeah.
0: The micronutrients in the soil, or no?
1: The microorganisms. The microorganisms the, in the soil let's say would the, eat the, this. The, 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 the soil life, worms, because worms are not exactly microbes, right? So
0: things in the dirt would eat this. However, they cannot produce mineral nitrogen?
1: Well, they do produce. So actually they whenever something digests something. Yeah. Um you like it's the same with with our food we eat. Yeah. Uh let's say sweet potato. Sweet potato. We digest it and in the digestion process, we cut out the stuff that we need. Yeah. Our digestion system is not exactly efficient, and yeah. like ninety to nearly a hundred percent of the nutrients that we eat will pass through
0: the system, and then, boom, boom are still left over.
1: Right, but um, the they are no longer all in organic, inorganic form, but some of them are actually like decomposed into even e- even into mineral forms so we basically also shit minerals
0: I shit minerals
1: you shit minerals if I shit in my
0: house plants
1: yeah. they will grow better
0: how much better <laughs> is it if... worth me shitting in my <laughs> house plants
1: <Carl? laughs> that depends on the soil quality your house plants are growing in.
0: And when I go to a farmer's field, how do I tell they have good soil for like good soil quality?
1: That's so, so well, soil is a soil is very very complex. First of all, if you go if if you go on a field, the first thing you do is you take a handful of soil. And yeah. if it's if if it's kind of usually like if it's not really wet, yeah. Um then it should be kind of not super hard clots, but it, it should be actually easy to, to grab a handful of soil. So it should be like a, a sandbox. Not ne- not necessarily. Sand is not exactly a great soil.
0: But like this here is like super fluffy.
1: Yeah. Stick your finger in this plant. I I don't need to do. This is um, uh, this is most likely a mixture of peat and um, compost. Yeah. So it is a very... Okay. Peat is actually an organic soil. Okay. And compost is decomposed organic material, huh? um, which is actually quite okay-ish to grow plants in. Okay. Why is um, it
0: okay-ish and not good-ish?
1: Um, because it has its downsides. So... Um, a good agricultural soil yeah. has a significant amount of um, of organic material in it. So it's like in the top soil. So the, the top soil is usually like the top 30 centimeters of the soil. Yeah. Depending on what you're growing. For example, if you're growing grass in Ireland, yeah. where it ideally rains every day. Yeah. Um, the root system will be very, very shallow.
0: Because it doesn't have to go as deep for water.
1: Yeah, because everything is on the top. The, the cow chew on the grass, Yeah, they shit on the grass, the nutrients yeah. are on top. The rain washes the nutrients in.
0: And the roots are right there to take
1: it. The roots are right there to take it. Yeah. Um, very efficient, very fast. Yeah. Um, if you're on the other hand, looking in, in the surrounding of Berlin, we, in Brandenburg, we have very sandy soils and it's actually not raining a lot. <laughs> That means farmers are not growing lawn grass, but they're growing probably rye. And rye actually has a very, very efficient um root system that goes very deep. Okay. Um to like the deeper the roots go, the higher the amount of plant available water they can access. So basically
0: So hold on, hold on. What does that have to do with Berlin? Brandenburg, if they have very sandy soil, yeah, does that mean it needs a stronger root system? Or or more rain. Or more rain.
1: Yeah, so, <coughs> basically, unfortunately, we don't, we, we're not able to, to do an experiment here, um, but if we would um, just take two, two soils, yeah, kind of extreme soils. I do have a bag of dirt. I'm just saying, if you want an experiment, do not call it dirt.
0: Okay, I have a bag of plastic stuff. I bought it at a garden center. Does
1: this not count as dirt, Carl? No, this doesn't. So this (laughs) contains...
0: It has a penguin on it, and it says... You have to that's in German caught you gotta translate that for me.
1: Yeah. Uh it says um seabird guano. So it's shit of a seabird. Yeah, seabird shit um as fertilizers. So I just bought a bag of seabird shit. Um I can actually tell you because it is labeled here. So um it is Um humus uh, compost from um from sawmills so the sawmills they take the the outer skin of the of the of the trees how is that called
0: i have no idea um bark
1: bark yeah okay um bark compost second thing is uh cocos
0: okay like
1: from from co- coconut.
0: okay So I'm back with Carl telling me I just bought a bag of seabird shit made of birch bark and what?
1: Uh, actually, so um, it, it is made of it's it's um it's a potting soil. Yeah. Uh, which in this case is without peat, because peat.
0: Is my life without peat better?
1: Um. Well. Um, pe- peat is a natural. Uh-huh. Peat peat is naturally kind of produced in um, in swamps.
0: So peat moss. That's I know I just know peat moss and I was like oh yeah sure I thought all moss was called peat moss. Uh,
1: I don't know exactly what that is. So ba- basi- basically, basically, um, it is uh, in swamps. Yeah. Plants grow yeah they throw their leaves. the leaves are falling onto the sw- swampy wet water, swampy wet water, and the swampy wet water doesn't contain a lot of oxygen, yeah, therefore there's not a lot of soil uh, bacteria in it, and like soil microbes, yeah, therefore the leaves are not decomposed,
0: yeah, and they just become this like
1: marshy deepness S- exactly. And um, as we don't have too many of these areas, um, it is actually, it has kind of to be mined. Okay, Uh, here's
0: one. What is this word, Mr. PhD? What? I googled peat moss, is a genius of approximately 380 accepted species of mosses, commonly known as peat moss. Accumulations of gum can store water since both living and dead plants can hold large quantities of water inside of their cells. Plants may hold 12 to 26 times as much water as their dry weight depending on the species. This is not at all related to anything you just said. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll put my computer away.
1: <laughs> so. Um, then it, it, um, it contains, so it, it, it contains compost of coconuts, coconuts and, um,
0: coconut shells, tree, tree bark,
1: tree bark. Um, then it's, um, wood, holzfasern, wood chips, wood chips, kind of like
0: chunks of wood.
1: Yeah. Um, quality compost and quality
0: compost is just like a brand name.
1: No it's um uh, it it is basically um the organic waste that is um collected in cities together with like lawn like lawn clippings lawn clippings and stuff that's composted yeah that's also in there and then it has organic fertilizer An organic fertilizer is the seabird guano most likely from Chile which is Seabird shit, seabird shit, seabird shit.
0: So I have seabird shit, coconut, birch, uh, our tree bark, yeah. wood chunks, and city lawn clippings. Yeah. and I bought it for seven euro ninety eight. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I'm about to put it in my nice little plants. Yeah. So I can have a very happy Norwegian girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, penguins.
1: Um on, on top of that um it actually it states here uh, the amount of um available nutrients. Okay. Uh, um in this case it is um available nitrogen is um fifty to three hundred and fifty milligrams per liter.
0: Is that good?
1: I have no clue. Okay. Um there's phosphate. Okay. And potassium that's stated here because that has to be stated on every product that is um, kind of fertilizer why by law
0: yeah why do they make these laws
1: Uh, in case
0: I'm gonna eat the soil
1: no that's um, that's more like uh, if a farmer buys a fertilizer on like a significant scan and more put, than 7.5 liters uh yeah and puts it into onto his soil um he would want to know what's in there mm-hmm. to be able to like put just as much as his Didn't crop need needs it. yeah and if if there's like so this is a potting soil and this like uh, range from fifty to three hundred and fifty milligrams per liter. I wouldn't buy a fertilizer like that, because that's like, I can just throw the dice and I get a more exact number than this. But okay. so th- this is potting soil. So and you're you're knocking you're knocking my plant purchase price, or my
0: my choice of purchase here. Yeah. Okay. So, how does this differ? Let me put this. Away. Yeah. How does this OB fertilizer? Oh,
1: it says Topf fry. Yeah. What is Topf? Topf. Topf is peat. Oh,
0: all right.
1: Um, peat is natural compost.
0: So what I just bought completely inorganic
1: everything. No, it is completely organic. OK,
0: well, it does It. Bio. Uh, it How cont- could I make that as good as field soil?
1: Uh, so, the difference... So, this is purely organic material. Yeah. Um,
0: if I were to add, like, a handful of worms to my plants... You're looking at me real weird.
1: No, act- actually, the, the thing is... The, the the soils that we're usually growing crops on... Um, they are not only composed of organic material... But mainly of, of, of minerals. Yeah. Um, so, and... Now soil science science comes comes into place, and soil science soil science is a serious science. You look serious about it. It is really serious. Um, to break it down, <laughs> break it down. So um, we have we have at uh, back back in the in the old days at some stage. Yeah. Too, um, the Earth's surface was covered in kind of like sea and rock. Yeah. Um, weather ages the rock. If the rock cracks, cracks, and, up. and like over time, the the particles are getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah. Um, and and on our agricultural soil, we have we have kind of four fractions of particle sizes. Of particle sizes. Particle sizes. You're
0: talking like the small particles. Yeah, bitty Okay, um.
1: So the the biggest one is stones. Good old stones. Good old stones. They're like two millimeters and larger, ah. or something like that. I, uh, those are pebbles, dude. Hmm? Pebbles. Pebbles. Like super small little stones. Yeah. Alright, pebbles. And I I mean and larger. Oh, I'm just saying. Who's the agronomist here, Carl? <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, so for the details, I would have to look look into a table. Um, then we have uh, the sand. Yeah. You know sand. I, I have played in it. You've played it in it. Um, s- particles that are smaller than sand is s- silt. 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 Okay. And particles that are smaller than silt particles... I don't care about ...are clay particles. That clay is really thick and goopy. Right. Because the particles are so small that they just stick together... And when they're wet you can form like you can form nice scalp sculptures yeah. out of them. <laughs> um, and, and if you dry it it's getting super solid. Yeah. Hard as a rock. Yeah. Um, silt um, silt is actually what we as farmers we just love it. Because silt has the perfect particle size. So the particles are not um are are like the particle size is so big um that there's a lot of space between the particles and they don't bind together like clay yeah um and in the space between the particles um they uh, we can store a lot of water yeah but also air mm. and sand on the other side sand is so so the 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 particles are so coarse that if you pour water onto it, it just flows through, yeah,
0: so having complete clay soil in Mexico, they just flood all the field, and they just got water chilling out in the field. Is that not going to kill all of the crops?
1: uh no, why not um because even in clay so there's um there's I think there's no place in the world. Where farmers are really trying to grow on a pure clay so it's not all clay yeah so so um basically we we have in in the soil science we have do you
0: think you could grow on all clay
1: no all right well continue um in soil science as we have these um so the 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 stones and the big particles are not really interesting for us yeah um, because they from an agronomical perspective, they don't have a, they don't have a serious. So if you have like ten percent stones, mm-hmm. you have ten percent less soil. Right. So you want not a lot of stones. Right. Um, if I were to
0: take a boulder and smash a big rock apart, would I not get small enough stones that would then be beneficial
1: for the dirt? Soil.
0: Soil. Is is dirt like a bad word? Yeah. Okay.
1: Dirt, dirt is some, somewhat negative, okay. but soil is actually a very pos- positive thing. So if I walk up
0: to you and I'm on your family farm and I pick up a handful of soil and I'm like, Look at this dirt. Would you be offended?
1: Um, probably not, because I know that you don't have a clue what you're talking about. <laughs> Cheers, Carl. <laughs> Pretend I was edumacated.
0: I would
1: just. I, 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 would, I would just take a handful of dirt and throw it in your face.
0: All right. So when I visit farmers, don't <laughs> no say nice
1: dirt, you guys. <laughs>
0: okay. Um, but rocks, I thought, are made of minerals, which are then good for crops.
1: Um, actually, that's somehow correct. Oh. Rocks are made of minerals. Um, but the smaller the particles are, the more the minerals are exposed So if I were to smash a rock apart, though,
0: would it not be good for the... So rather than removing the rocks, I should just hit them all with hammers?
1: Yeah, in theory. Okay. (laughs) But that's quite an inefficient process. Let's just put it that way.
0: Uh, uh, Just (laughs) questions, questions.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um... So usually in agricultural soil, so uh, in soil science we have the the pyramid, yeah, and each of the corners of the pyramid is either a hundred percent sand, hundred percent silt, hundred percent clay,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the agricultural soils are mainly in the area of like um, whatever less than ninety percent. So if you have like more than ninety percent sand, it's it's pretty tough. Because how would I,
0: as a farmer, go out and see what kind of soil I have? Can I do this with my hands?
1: Yeah, there's actually a manual. Um, there is a manual of uh, how, to, how to evaluate soil. Okay. Um, uh, it, is, it is actually not that complex. I think you can learn it in probably like two hours. Right. And you don't need too much. So,
0: but going back to the basics of plant nutrition, I have learned that plants are green because of chlorophyll, yep. there's macronutrients, yep. which are the main fertilizers. Mm-hmm. So the big fertilizers companies like Yarrow produce would be those, then you have mesonutrients, they also produce those and you have micronutrients, which are pretty much your multivitamin. Mm. but in all serious
1: should i buy multivitamins and stick them in my plants Uh, so usually like if if you use uh, potting soil that contains guano yeah um, that is already
0: so i will not do that um then what is the benefit of me having crop which is all growing evenly
1: Uh, so if you if you want to grow a crop, yeah. then you have a particular goal. For yeah. example, if you want to grow potatoes, yeah. um you wanna make sure that when you harvest your potatoes, you kind of get equally sized potatoes. Yeah. In the right shape and like everything like perfect.
0: Do different nutrients give me different shapes? Like could I grow a more cylindrical potato with more Calcium or something.
1: I think it would probably more be like um, bigger and smaller. Okay. And depending on when when you fertilize what, yeah, you can decrease or increase the number of tubers per plant. Tubers? Tubers? Tubers. Feeling tubular, dude? Uh, a, a, a tuber is kind of one potato. Yeah. And a potato plant has... Uh, like a number of tubers yeah, and depending on when, on how dense you plant the potato plants Mm -hmm. and when you fertilize, you can trigger the number of tubers Mm -hmm. and the tuber size.
0: Yeah. So essentially when I go into a field, there's already a lot of natural biocomposition from previous crops. I'm assuming I don't have cows walking through and dropping deuces all over the field uh, that's not actually a thing that farmers do is it?
1: Uh, like not not in potato production okay but, but in
0: general a farmer field is normally just a crop yeah. and they're normally not dropping too much natural fertilizers
1: well it depends so there's there's kind of two two system way this really relevant so for for one after like it's kind of the, the mixed system of grazing and, yeah. and, and arable. Um, I've seen that a lot in New Zealand, where after the, the harvest of a main crop, huh. farmers will just direct drill some catch crops. What is direct drilling? They just like... Is it a literal hand drill? It's no direct drill, doesn't you don't, don't do a lot of tillage, you just go with a drill.
0: What is a drill?
1: A drill puts seeds into the soil. <laughs>
0: Like a drill, like um, or is it just like a stick and a stick in the ground with the Z in it? Uh,
1: so direct drills are usually so usually they are um, like slightly angled discs, yeah, uh, with very sharp edges, yeah, that cut into the soil, yeah, and due to the slight angle, it opens the soil a bit, yeah. Behind the disc, there's um, there's a hose that just yeah. Drops seeds seats. and after, um, after the, the, the the disc and the hose, there's a, a roller that closes. closes, and that's direct drilling.
0: So they call it direct drilling, but there's no drill involved, and it's more like direct pizza cuttering.
1: yeah, the, the thing why it is called drilling <clears throat> so drilling is uh, means you just put seeds into the soil. Uh, not... I know
0: drilling as I put holes in things.
1: Right. Probably that's that's the history of it, putting holes into the soil and then adding seeds into it. All right. Maybe. Words. Yeah.
0: Thanks, Carl. <laughs> but I think you
1: understood. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got it. So, so these farmers they, they direct drill. Catch crops. And then they just put sheep or cattle on the on the field to eat the, the residues. So after after a harvest for of wheat, for example. The wheat with the tea. Yeah. Yeah. Wheat with the tea. Yeah. Important to mention in Neukölln. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, if you just right after the harvest send sheep on the field to yeah. graze, they yeah. will find these the, the some grains. So if you're harvesting your wheat There'll be grain that's left over. Yeah, like, yeah, like um, a harvester will have uh, like 0. 0.5 to 2% loss rate. Uh-huh. So there will be a significant amounts of wheat on the soil that your sheep can actually eat on. And why do they want to eat it? Because that's food. I know, but if it's left behind, would it all of a
0: sudden start growing wheat the next season? Yeah. And so they have to get rid of this leftover.
1: Yeah, well, in, in this case, it's it's actually... Uh, a win-win situation so one one issue um, if you grow um, if, if you don't pause between growing one crop and another crop you got to make sure that you have two different crops because otherwise the um, pests and diseases from your previous crop will immediately be like continuing to grow on your next crop
0: so this takes me right into the next topic I wanted to talk to you about. and uh, we didn't
1: finish with the natural fertilizers. Sweet Jesus. How? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the, the crop rotation, we talk about afterwards. Yeah. Um, so um, the one one thing was uh, is this this mixed grazing cropping system, yeah, and another another thing is farmers just grow crops, yeah harvest them, feed animals mm-hmm. um, and then put the the manure back on the field okay and then that's fertilizer, that's fertilizer that's actually quite a standard issue practice Standard standardish practice that has been literally done forever
0: me growing up i had to move wheelbarrows full of goat manure and sheep manure
1: yeah and you're like you you like if it is mixed with a lot of straw yeah you would ideally compost it and then put it onto the soil
0: yeah so we had a compost bin and we would then get sheep manure and then we would take compost from that and then add it and man you could grow zucchinis with were gigantic
1: yeah okay Zucchini, um, and cucumbers, yeah. uh, and... Uh, Cubis? Pumpkins. Pumpkins. I did grow pumpkins. Pumpkins really love nitrogen. If you add manure, uh, manure compost yeah. to pumpkins, you will get seriously big pumpkins. Okay. Come on, Halloween. So, <laughs> to sum up the last couple
0: minutes... I shit nitrogen, no minerals. My body's made up of carbon and nitrogen, though probably not the ideal amount to be fertilizer, which is possibly a good thing. All plants take macro, meso, and micronutrients. Micronutrients are the equivalent of my multivitamins that I could buy in a health food store. Plants are green because of chlorophyll, This dead house plant, Mm -hmm. um, may it rest in peace, still is holding lots of nitrogen. Um, However, had this got too much sun and would be overheated or burnt, it would lose its nitrogen.
1: But the minerals would stay.
0: But the minerals would stay, so
1: this would still be beneficial to leave on the field. Exactly. The reason why potassium is called potassium is because it is one of the main components of ashes pot ash well hot damn
0: well then carl thank you very much and uh time, baby. So um, my name is Dominic. I'm sitting here with Carl.
1: Hi, my name is Carl.
0: And uh, so I'm working in agriculture at company, we'll call them X. Uh, <laughs> and we should call it Y. We're at company Y. <laughs> um, and I'm realizing I know absolutely nothing about plants. And uh, being an agricultural company, I thought it would make a little bit of sense to sit down with an agronomist. um, Carl's an agronomist. And uh, try and learn the basic fundamentals of farming. Um, So Carl, we have two bottles here. We have, um, how do I say that? Glenmorangie, probably. The original Highland, single malt scotch whiskey aged 10 years and the one that we just cracked we have founders reserve the Glen livet single malt scotch whiskey um i read it for dramatic effect i'm not entirely illiterate um so carl what
1: is your background and why would i talk to you um you would talk to me because I know how to grow plants. That's what that um, is, is pretty helpful there Carl. <laughs> <laughs> That's what an agronomy do, uh, agronomist does. So, uh I-